The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. This is your outdoor buddy, Chauncey. <laughs> I hope you're ready for a good show. I'm ready to have a good time with everybody, uh, talking about all the neat stuff we got coming up on today's show and stuff like that. But, you know, let me get it out first. Let me say happy Father's Day to all the dads that are out there. And when I say all the dads, I'm talking about the dads, the uncles that may be a dad to you, or your neighbors that may be a dad to you, your scout leaders that may be a dad, your coaches that may be a dad to you also. There's a lot of dads out there, and a lot, all of them are special to you. Remember that. And always take a little bit of time to thank them and, you know, give them a call once in a while. Because there may be a time when you won't be able to call them, and you'll miss calling them. Okay? Remember that. <laughs> Okay, let's get back to the show. Hey, on this week's show, we will hear from Captain Tony, who's sitting on the dock. Oh, man, we were out with him this week. Ooh, baby, baby, baby. Oh, man, we smacked them salmon, man. We picked up them little pectoral fins and went bing, 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 bing. Ooh, they were so fat. Oh, we had a great time with Captain Tony. And then our dear friend Eileen Rice went out. I think they got, you know, a full, you know, 25 fish in, you know, a short amount of time. They had two, three fish on the line, and it was crazy for them this weekend. I mean, there's Tony's on the spot, man. He's he's popping fish big time for everybody out there. Don't pass it up. Get out there and enjoy it. You're going to have a good time. We're then going to have Brian Anderson, the Tick Terminator. <laughs> I love that. Don't you love the name of that? The Tick Terminator. He'll be on to tell us how we can minimize ourselves from getting them little blood-sucking le- uh, ticks from attaching themselves to us and possibly getting Lyme's disease, which is not a good thing to get. Uh, following Brian, we're going to have uh, Eric Esco, who owns PikeDreamers.com, and he's a fishing guide for many lakes in southern Wisconsin and northern Illinois for muskie, pike, walleye, and he's he's a young, good, smart fisherman. He also makes his own custom spinners to use and 
also from any clients because uh, you know sometimes manufacturers stop making a certain color and you like it you catch fish on it guess what give eric a buzz he, he can set you up and make that same lure that you want color combination on so you can continue catching fish nothing wrong with that i love it love it love it so we're like we're gonna be talking to him about uh, how to go fishing with him and what it's been like fishing out there and stuff like that and then in our last segment of the show we're going to have the Aiden Fishing Report and also some other outdoor news and fishing information. So we really do have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and we're going to try to keep you up to date with the great outdoors on our Facebook page at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Remember that, Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Go there and like us and, uh, you know, you can keep up to date on all the stuff from the DNRs, from other programs, fishing things. And we still would like to get some more photos from you uh, that we can post for our Sportsman of the Week. And once again, just send those to Chauncey's with an S, Outdoors with an S, Chauncey's Outdoors at AOL.com. And we'll post some photos up for you. Okay. Hey, now let's hear from who else but Captain Tony sitting on the dock. We should play that song, Sitting on the Mo. No. <laughs> now let's hear from Captain Tony. Hey, Bob, what's up? Hey, good morning, John. How you doing? I'm doing fine. You're up on the the dock right now, aren't you? Yeah, we're between trips right now. Uh, coho fishing was fantastic this morning. Uh, a lot of coho with chunky shoulders on there. Uh, 180 to uh, 190. I was working. Good pot of fish. Never left it. Needed 20. Took 20 right away. Wow, that's fantastic, Tony. Um, are you fishing all over the place? Uh, no, fishing anywhere from 60 up to the surface. Yellowbirds are still working. Uh, Seven-color lead core was working. Still small dodgers, flies, uh, half cuts, full-length cuts. You know, the colors are getting bigger, so you want to use uh, bigger flies, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, you know, bigger fish, bigger mouths, bigger hooks. Mm -hmm. You know, the dipsies were working, the yellowbirds were working, the downriggers were working. They were feeding pretty heavy this morning. Mm, wow. Uh, I found a couple pods of bait. You find a bait, work the bait. You know, there's fish around it. If you look at your screen and the bait is in real tight ball, you know the fish are working that bait ball. Mm -hmm. So do a couple loops. You catch fish in an area, mark it on your broader GPS, and go back through it a couple times. Yeah, sounds like it is. Um, it looks like we're gonna we're in for a good weekend, and maybe later next week we're going to heat up. Uh, so people need to get out and probably give Captain Tony a call, don't you think? Yeah, I got some afternoons left. I got July coming up. Got some weekends open in July. Bunch of weekdays in July. So uh, again, weekends go fast. So um, you know, it's time to call and get your fishing trip in for the year. It sounds good to me. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do it, Tony? Uh, I would call my office at area code eight four seven eight three eight two zero three seven. Uh, you can always visit me on the World Wide Web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. And uh, if I don't answer the phone, please leave me a message. I will get back to you. Yes, you will. And uh, what does everybody yell on Diamond Ghost Charters? Hey, get your rod. Get your <laughs> rod. Get your rod. <laughs> I'll let you get that rod, Tony. All right, guys. Be safe out there. Stay cool. It's really hot. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. That's Captain Tony, everybody, on Diamond Ghost Charters. We were out there with them this week. Somebody I know was out with them yesterday. Boy, great time fishing with Captain Tony. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey. We know the outdoors. 
Waterworks Marine is now taking deposits for the 2023 London Low Boats. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and the Waterworks Marine wants you to get the boat of your dreams and get on the water and enjoy a day with your friends and family. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or any of those water fun towable items, only make one stop at Waterworks and get on the water faster. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, you Big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Papa was a fisherman. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On the phone with me right now, we have the Chick Terminator, Brian Anderson. Brian, good morning. Good morning, Chauncey. Glad to see you uh, here. Glad to see you here in, 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 in voices, right? 
Hey, Brian, the reason I'm calling you, we talked a little over a month ago, and uh, we were talking about like turkey hunting and stuff like that because uh, it was just starting up in a number of states. But, you know, the weather has improved. You know, they've cut, I had to cut the grass two or three times already. Um, so my question to you is, I, the ticks that I have found myself, yes, I found a couple when I've been out doing some things, but, you know, your backyards are prime examples of, you know, you're going to be working in your yard the next month or so, aren't you? I just cut my grass for the first time the other day. We're just starting to do that here now because the leaves aren't even out yet, mm-hmm. but they're, they're starting to bud. I, I would think that there's a little concern for those critters that seem to be their own pandemic, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, the ticks. But this is also Tick Awareness Month, isn't it? Or I should say Lyme, Lyme disease. Lyme, Lyme disease awareness month. Lyme disease awareness month. That's what I apologize, yep. everybody. Don't send me hate mail. Uh, Lyme disease right. awareness month, where you know that's a a very dangerous disease you can get from only one little critter, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the thing with ticks are this time of year, uh, the, the the small ticks that were born last summer are now a, what they call a nymph tick, and they are so small they're the size of a poppy seed. Uh, literally, a poppy like on a poppy seed bagel, they're that size. Mm. I remember seeing them in a picture of one time uh, on, a, on a poppy seed bagel. Somebody put them down there, and next to poppy seeds, you could hardly, from a distance, you could hardly even tell them apart. So wow. those ones that are so small that uh, you can barely see are, can be just as lethal as a full-blown adult if they have Lyme disease. So it doesn't have to be adults. You can still get them from those tiny ones. And actually, they're responsible for most people getting tick-borne diseases because they are so small. They're so easy easy to over, overlook. They could be on your shoelace, and you wouldn't even hardly notice them. Mm-hmm. So now, you don't yeah, get, that's why it's important to prepare. Yeah, you don't get the Lyme disease from a tick crawling on you. You get it when they grip onto you. Correct. They need to be on there for a while. Some people say 24 hours or more. But the best thing to do is is when you're outdoors working, uh, you know, whether it's gardening or, uh, you know, sprucing up the lawn, you know, that, that, that spring, you know, a leaf litter, you're getting rid of that. They like to hide in that for the wintertime. Uh, you may, you know, kind of help rouse them up, you know, and get them going. Doing a tick check at the end of the day is, mm-hmm. is very important. I even do it, and I, I, I treat all my clothes to prepare myself as best I can, and I still do tick checks. I, I, I rarely get one, but you never know. Even in the, in the best circumstances, they could still get through. Yeah, well, that's that's very true. Now, this another thing that I wanted uh, to ask you about, I know you, you are not a Lyme disease expert. You know what it is, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, you're, you're, you basically have a great program of how to not get them <laughs> on your body, Correct. which I, I think is fantastic. If, you know, just in my own personal experience, if you get a, a tick that latches onto you, uh, I went to the doctor several years ago and, you know, he's checking me for an annual physical and, you know, he's going over my, you know, my, you know, your chest and the arms and he going over my back and he says to me, so when were you in the woods? I go, huh? He goes, when were you in the woods? And I had to think for a second. I go, oh, Saturday and Sunday. Why? He says, give me your phone. Okay. Takes a picture, shows me my camera, and he goes, I go, what's that? He goes, that's a tick. I had one that, you know, grabbed on between my shoulder blades. And I have no idea how long it was there, but because the doctor saw it, he took it off properly. And then he just prescribed an antibiotic for a few days to stop anything. If you catch it, 
early enough, there are preventive things you can do. Uh, and that's not Brian saying it, but that's you know my experience with my doctor uh, to you know stop anything like that. But the trick here is with spring and you're planting flowers and vegetable plants and weeding and you, you're on your hands and knees. People think of spraying their uh, their pants and shoes with the permethrin. Is it? Am I saying it right? Permethrin, yeah, yeah, permethrin. But if you're on your hands and knees, you need to be spraying. A bigger area, right? Yeah, I tell I spray my pants or my shoes, socks, pants, shirt, and even my my ball cap, you know, that, that I wear, uh, and and with permethrin, and 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 that's kind of like a like an armor over me. Mm-hmm. But I got to back up to what you were saying there. You were exactly right. I mean, that doctor did the right thing. He may have noticed what kind of tick it was. Could have been a uh, a deer tick, and they're the ones that 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 you know typically typically are responsible for you know transmitting Lyme. But he put you on antibiotics, probably doxycycline. I'm not a doctor here, yeah, me but neither. that's normally what it is. And it's all about early detection and early treatment in the beginning. Yeah. Had you gone to that doctor maybe uh, several months later for that, it was, man, that was a stroke of luck for you there. Mm-hmm. And that tick would have fallen off by then because they're only on about two to three days. And, uh, you know, you could have had a bullseye rash, you could have had achy joints, flu-like symptoms, and you would not have known that it was from a tick. But that's the typical signs of tick-borne diseases are Mm. what I just mentioned, achy joints, flu-like symptoms, uh, you know, a bullseye rash sometimes, or or, or an infected, you know, bite. Uh, So they're very similar to COVID even, too, but COVID is respiratory issues along with the achy joints, flu-like symptoms, and and feeling crappy. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, it's all about early detection, Jonty. That that is what it's all about. Yeah. You know, early detection. And and you said it was very important. Like you know, you're spraying your 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 shirt. You're spraying, you know, the pant. You're not spraying them when you're wearing them, folks. You got to spray them and let them dry before. <laughs> That's yeah. the best way to do it. Yeah, I know people that do it that way. It'll work wet, but it's so much more convenient. You know, to spray them the night before. Yeah. And then with with permitting, the cool thing about it is is uh, you could probably spray them now, and you'd be set for like a month and a half with it because you don't have to do it every day. That's a cool thing about permethrin. It, it binds to the fabric and stays there, mm-hmm. uh, even through several launderings, uh, washings, and it still, re- still remains effective. So, you know, unlike DEET, which is wonderful for skin, uh, you have to do it every day. But permethrin you know, adheres to the fabric and uh, will stay there for, you know, Several weeks, in a, probably a good month, depending on how you mix it, which mm. is the cool thing about it. It's odorless. You know, it goes on any fabric. Uh, you know, you don't put on plastic, of course. But any, you know, gear, pants, mm-hmm. you know, h- hikers use it for, for their tents and backpacks. And linemen use it on, on their gear and, and uh, outdoor workers, you know, uh, we, we go through a lot of it. Yeah, but it's by the it- to some companies. Yeah, but it's it's so much you have to think about it. Even fishermen, you're walking a bank, you're oh, you're, you're sure. sitting in a chair, uh, you're taking your dog out to a dog park, uh, and you know the dog could get the ticks. You don't spray your dog, by the way. You, you know there's other, you know things you know uh, for for your dog that you can purchase or you know see your vet to find out about preventing ticks. That's the best thing for a dog. Go visit your vet, um, and yeah. if you haven't seen the vet in a while, your dog needs to see the vet. <laughs> But you know, you you're you can get it in so many different ways. A tick, people just don't think about it. It's 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 not that big fly thing or a mosquito you that's bugging you or one of those little gnats that 
bugs that, you know, flies in your ears. These things just pop in and they're quiet. And then grab on and have a little bit of breakfast or lunch and then let go in a day or two. The yeah. th- This whole, it, it seems like it keeps getting worse and worse. Is there anything that's going to stop the, you know, expansion of ticks? I don't know. They, they Some people blame a little bit on, we'll call it, climate change mm-hmm. maybe it's a little warmer uh so that gives them uh, more uh chances during the winter they don't die off hardly at all in the winter anyways around around our areas yeah because see they dive down in the leaf litter and then snow comes on snow is a wonderful insulator uh so yeah there's not much die off at all so they're, they're i mean it's kind of like a mosquito how do you get rid of all the mosquitoes it's the same thing with ticks mm-hmm. i mean you just you, you can't do it. I mean, there. We we live more in rural areas now. Mm-hmm. You know, people are moving uh, like in, in country areas. Sure. So we we get more that way. We have plenty of animals out there. You know, the the mice are what uh, give the ticks. Typically, uh, Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're on deer. You know, they winter through the deer, stand on a, on a, on the back of a deer through the, the winter in a lot of cases. Yeah. So uh, it's amazing. Yeah, they're, they're tough to get rid of. It's one of one of the little creatures of the world that has a purpose, but we just haven't quite figured it all out yet. But and it's it's we we need to prepare ourselves, do the right things, and go forward, and not lock yourself up in the house. Just get out, enjoy the outdoors, do it smartly, spray your spray your clothing down the proper way, and uh, don't you know don't worry about it. And, and if you do find one, take it off properly. If it's in you, go see your doctor the next day. You know. It'll be the best thing. If you use the tweezers, it'll go right down to the skin level and, uh, you know, take it off that way. You don't want to grab it by the body, which we've all done, because then it kind of squeezes it and you're kind of, you know, making a mat and you're ticking off a tick. And uh, they'd be more apt to puke the bad stuff in you, sometimes even while taking them off. So take them off like that or mm-hmm. use a little thing called a, a tick key that grabs right at the very base. Uh, but like I say, the, the whole thing that I do is all about prevention. I mean, I have a website called thetickterminator.com, the tick terminator, mm-hmm. where people can go in and they can order that, uh, permethrin and it lasts a long time. It's a concentrate, you mm-hmm. know, right in the front page there that, uh, lasts whew, a long time, you know? Cool. So, cool. uh, okay, very, well, very cost effective. Once again, what was the name of the site? The Tick Terminator. Mm-hmm. They'll see my smiling face on there, the crazy guy, me. The Tick Terminator. Check it out. And, you know, like I said, a little bit of work before you go out in the great outdoors is going to save you tons of pain and aggravation down the road if you find a little friend called a tick somewhere on your body. (laughs) If somebody knows a a hunter, a fisherman, a hiker, backpacker, you know, uh, a gardener, like we talked about in the beginning, you know, Somebody gardening, like mm-hmm. my mom does. I spray my mom's clothes here this time of year throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. So she's protected when she's out there kneeling in the, in the weeds and stuff, too. Cool. So, uh, All right, my friend. Well, Brian, thanks so much for coming on and talking to us a little bit about ticks and tick management. And uh, enjoy the outdoors, but be careful in the outdoors, okay? <laughs> That's right. All right. Take care, my friend. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. 
Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff and service coordinator positions. Become part of the Waterworks staff and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. In 95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only 95, you get 12 big issues of You Can't Beat This Deal. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Psst, Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Yeah, the bluegill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the bluegill boogie. You can't go wrong. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On the phone with me right now, we've got a fine young individual. Well, he's not young. I mean, he's, you know, over 21, so that's going to make him an old geezer. <laughs> but we have Eric Esco, who is the owner of Muskie and Pike Dreamers Guide Service. Esco. 
Eric, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I want to thank you for having me on, Chelsea. Oh, no, no problem, my friend. No problem whatsoever. Hey, first of all, let's, I mean, I, I don't know how you guides can do this because, you know, pike don't like hot water. Muskie don't like hot water. <laughs> Walleye don't like hot water. Bass, eh, they'll tolerate it. I mean, but, you know, you are guiding out on southern Wisconsin waters, northern Illinois waters. How do you plan to get these massive fish that you show on pikedreamers.com? So, honestly, we fish all year round, so that has a lot to do with it. But over the summer months, it's actually, we get record numbers in the boat. The most recently, the past couple weeks, we've been putting over 100 walleyes in my boat and in a couple trips during the weekend. Uh, you just got to go deeper. You got to find the cold water, the moving water. Um, they they tolerate it, and, you know, they still got to eat, so they, they follow the bait fish. So mm. if the perch are in 20, 25 feet, that's where the walleyes are, and that's where I find the muskies, too. The pike are a little different. They'll uh, slide off the edge into 35, 40 feet right now, but... To me, this is where a guide like you is worth his money because, you know, you're getting that understanding of where all these, you know, cool spots are, where the fish are, what's this, what's that. What are you running, you know, in a hot weather scenario? Because we're going to have another... I almost fell out of my car when I was driving home today when I heard that next week we're going to be back up towards 95 to 100. Oh, man. I, yeah, last last August was the same thing. So we were uh, we were in the 90s or 100s a couple of days, and honestly, it's, it's brutal on, on me. It's brutal on the, the guys at the boat, but we're still catching fish. You just got to go a little bit deeper. I, I usually... The first couple minutes of the trip, uh, especially the first trip of the day, I'll scope out where the bait fish are set up. So I have a, a couple spots, and I know depending on the wind where the bait fish are going to be mm. because that's where all their food is. Um, so once you once I find the bait fish, you know that there's big fish around. They're they're meant to eat. You know that's what they do all summer long. By October, they start producing eggs. So. Right now, they are just eating like crazy. So mm-hmm. as long as I can find the bait fish, I can easily find the walleyes. Not so easily the muskies, but we got we got on top of them eventually. Yeah. Well, I've I've said it many times on the show, uh, Eric. It's if you follow the buffet table. Well, exactly. besides 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 finding me, you're going to find the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there along with you. Okay. I mean, that's the funny part about it is the these fish, um, and, and I mean, you know, man, that's a lot of walleye you're getting. And, yeah, uh, incredible. You, are you jigging bottom and stuff for them? You're using, you know, colors? Yeah, we're, we're jigging the bottom, um, doing a little bit of bobber fishing, depending on how active they are. I mean, using flip bobbers, uh, I've really like having kids on the boat but bobber slip bobber fishing with kids they they don't tolerate it as easily as adults because they get bored and anxious so uh, we're either doing jigging because they're we're moving the whole time mm-hmm. or we're uh, or we're trolling so trolling we get to see the lake we get to uh adjust the rods uh, especially while we're trolling they're holding the rod in their hand so 
you get to feel the bottom or you get to feel the bluegills biting and mm-hmm. you know the kids really get a kick out of it and once the kids figure out how to feel this bottom it is lights out and it makes my <laughs> job so much fun okay. because seeing the little kids figuring out how to walleye fish mm-hmm. definitely the techniques are not easy mm. now with the bluegills on spawning beds in a lot of lakes in illinois wisconsin everywhere michigan indiana um is are you going to find not so much the walleye, but is is that kind of something that might intrigue a, a pike or a muskie to hey come on over here? Right, right. I mean, we find so the schools, especially in Lake Geneva, that's mm-hmm. where I run a lot of trips. The rock bass are plentiful; they're mm-hmm. everywhere. And where I usually catch a lot of rock bass, especially when I start catching a lot of perch, I, there's always muskie around that area. Um, it's just because where the food is set up, um, come August, like during those top months, I will move to a crawler harness for walleyes when the, the days get really tough on, on artificial baits. And the, I mean, last August we were going through like five or 600 crawlers in a weekend Ooh. just because of the bluegills and we were getting nine, 10, 11 inches and they were, yeah, we were getting, I don't know, 50 to 70 a trip. It was. It was insane. And, you know, there's nothing wrong you know, with catch and release. And as I've always said, a little release in the grease has hurt anybody here, you know? Right. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, I enjoy reeling them in just as much as I do eating them. But yeah. it's, it's great to see them, especially the bigger ones. You want to let them respawn and yeah. restock the lake naturally as, as much as possible. Yeah, you, you want that gene pool. Now, um, do you make, I know you, you make a lot of your own lures, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's how I got into guiding. I uh, I started tying my own lures, and some of the the guys who I used to sell lures to, uh, they wanted to take me fishing. And mm-hmm. we, my first trip out, we caught a muskie. And my second trip out, we caught a muskie. And so my lures really helped me start guiding. Mm-hmm. I tie mostly custom orders now. I've moved away from the the mass production of the lure making business. But I do custom orders all the time. I'll mm-hmm. sit in the garage, and people will be emailing me what they want on the boat specific to the lake that they're fishing. And especially me being a guide, if they just tell me the water clarity and where it is in the state of Wisconsin or Minnesota or wherever they're fishing, I can pinpoint the color or I'll look up the bait fish patterns so I can try to match the hatch because that's mm-hmm. really important to a lot of, uh, a lot of systems. Yeah, and you know, if you think about that, that's you, you're just like the fly fisherman. You got to match the hatch, but you want to match your bait colors to the fish, the bait of the, those lakes. So right. you, you may be working a spinner or uh, something that may have a two tone to it, because right, exactly. Yeah, you know, and. I'm not saying that the mass, the big manufacturers of baits, but sometimes, you know, they manufacture these baits and they're gone. Well, I still want that spinner bait to, or that, that inline spinner or whatever, that jig to look like this color. And that's exactly what you do, right? Right, right, exactly. Like the, the walleyes in the Wisconsin River, like I've noticed they're a little bit darker and they have like a little blotchiness to it, kind of like sauger. 
so I'll put a little bit of like a little bit of dark brown in the walleye color baits. Or like in Geneva, they're more gold and bright yellow, so I'll put maybe a little bit more white in the mm-hmm. in the baits. And what I really like to do is, you know, where you see a lot of double tens and double nines and all like the double lures, but for my musky baits, I use different types of blades, and I'll put. I've got something called the musky muncher, so it's got a blade in the tail that's really close to the tail hook, so they really hone in on that on that uh, tail blade. And it's not a Colorado blade, it's an Indiana blade, so it has like a little bit different vibration uh, than your typical musky lure. And you got a hook real close to that part of that lure, don't you? Exactly. So they go to nip at the hook, and mm-hmm. or nip at the blade, and they... I mean, I've had a couple just nip at the blade but and not get hooked, but a lot of them just try to eat the back blade, and that's when they get hooked. Mm-hmm. That's, I never thought of that, Eric. I'm sitting writing the figure eight. I'm sitting and writing this stuff down, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Musky muncher. Musky muncher. That's, that's an intriguing one. That, but, you know, now that, you know, I've, once again, you know, every time I interview somebody, I learn a little bit more about the great outdoors. But so many of these lakes, I mean, you know, you, yeah, I'm going to go buy a bunch of white jigs uh, or uh, chartreuse jigs and uh, or whatever color, you know, uh, uh, a sparkle color. I, or, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, I'm going to be fishing this body of water. You know, maybe I should give Eric a buzz and say, hey, listen, I'm going up to such and such and was, you know. Uh, Wisconsin, I'm going here in Minnesota. You know, what should I be using color-wise? And, you know, I, I would think that the size that, like in the, what do they say, usually in the spring of the year, stay with a little bit smaller bait and let it, you know, get a little bit bigger as it goes through. Exactly. I, don't necess- I don't necessarily agree 100% with that because I've been on the chain using bass baits, and I catch more muskies than I do bass. <laughs> oh, I've always heard that when you're not fishing for muskies, it's usually when you get muskies. Yeah. <laughs> the sad part for us musky crazed guys. Mm-hmm. But this way, you're given that ability to to set up a bait. Well, I want this color in a medium size and a larger size. So you can downsize or upsize, I would think. Right. That's I mean, they're, they're eating everything. I mean, I've heard mm-hmm. about guys in Canada, we've been up there and we're pounding all the rocks and weed beds for muskies and then we'll be eating dinner and this uh walleye couple comes up to us and they're showing me photos of the 53 inch muskie that they caught on a minnow <laughs> and i'm like well well you know they're they're they eat everything throughout the whole system so mm-hmm. you know they're the top predator whatever comes in front of them they can eat 20 inch walleye down to little minnows so when you get their attention, that's uh, usually when you get them to follow. It's all about the technique, really, mm-hmm. for muskies, at least. That's yeah. what I've noticed. And, and I, I would imagine that the muskies and the pike uh, like that little bit of a more brighter look instead of a darker look, right? Yeah, they, they especially pike, they really like that like, extra flash. Um, and the, like a little bit, even of an extra spinner that a lot of people won't do, um, for some of my, uh, some of my leaders or some of my jigs, I'll actually put a little spinner above the hook itself. Just so when I have a live bait fish on there, even if the bait fish is dead, 
we're still working it, so the blade is still technically spinning, so it mm-hmm. gives it a little bit of an extra flash on it. Even on, like, musky lure leaders, I build my own leaders, I'll put a little blade on the leader so it looks like whatever bucktail or whatever you're using is chasing a little fish, and that so it gets the pike really worked out for some reason. Okay, wait a minute. It's just I've never seen someone rig up like that have a small blade on the wire leader ahead of their lure. Yeah, yeah. I started doing it uh, for walleyes. Actually, I put a little blade on the fluorocarbon leader above mm-hmm. the jig, and when you when you drag it on the bottom, the blade will spin, so it'll create a little bit of vibration. Like I'm not talking about a big musky blade, like a number three or a number four, a foot above the jig. So when you pull the jig on the bottom or you pop it, that blade spins too, and yeah. it attracts them even more. Right, and and one of the things, and Eric probably knows this, and uh, more than uh, so, I'm I'm kind of saying this, and if I say it wrong, Eric, you can you can correct me, please. But you know, fish don't just go by. Oh, that's a spinning bait. Sound water is the greatest conduit for sound. That's how sonar works, folks. And this way, a, a blade spinning gives off a vibration that can be felt or heard by the fish through their hearing, because fish do hear, and through their lateral lines of the pressure change. They, they can zero in on so many things because that's why they're fish, folks, and that's how they they live, by eating. And that's kind of an intriguing way to look at it, I think. You know? Right, exactly. I mean, we I studied fish lateral lines and how it works, and it's it's just like how our nervous system works. Um, it's just mm-hmm. encapsulated by nerves, but the nerves are liquid filled, so they can really feel all the vibrations and the bait fish around yeah. them. Besides hearing, they really encapsulate the feeling part of mm-hmm. what's around them and their surroundings. Yeah. Hey. Um- I know that when you take someone out on a guide trip, uh, you know, if they want to bring their own rods, you, it's okay. But I hate to say this, but I really believe if you're going out with a guide, he's got the gear. It's set up the way it should be. The drag is set the way it should be. He's got many rods hooked up with the baits and lines and leaders. You know, instead of you schlepping your stuff, you know, use his stuff, right? Exactly. I, I have clients that want to bring their own. They're more than welcome. Anybody's more than welcome. Yeah. Bring whatever you want. Uh, I have all my gear set up, St. Croix, top-of-the-line rods. I have Shimano reels on everything, uh, even my musky stuff. Mm. All my musky stuff is either Chaos or St. Croix. It's mm. all meant for what we're going to be using. And, I mean, the amount of gear that I have, like, hidden on the boat and all the different compartments, we really were. We have plenty of rods to go yeah. around, even when I have four people on the boat. Yeah, that, that, it's not a problem. That's why I always, say, you know, use the guide stuff. He's got it set up that way. <laughs> right, at the right, the right line size and everything yeah. perfectly in tune. It's what I do all winter. I just get prepared for the year mm-hmm. to come. And if you, if somebody wants to get maybe a custom color, a custom bait made, et cetera, that because they're going on a trip to Canada or Manitoba, or uh, you know. North Dakota or Minnesota or they're going out to Lake St. Clair, who knows where they're going. They can call you up and talk to you about uh, colors and size and stuff 
and be ahead of the game before they get there, right? Exactly. Yeah, I get calls and emails from people. Oh, I'm going to like, or I'm going up to uh, Saskatoon to go fish for pike. What should I use? And that's up in uh, Saskatchewan. So I try to match what I've been mm-hmm. hearing. I have friends up there. I have guides kind of through that I've met through the business that yeah. I can kind of like poke feelers out for my clients or for people in the area that just call me and they want a bait made. So they give me a couple a week or two head start, and I can kind of feel out the lake if I haven't already fished it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fish all over Wisconsin. I fished Minnesota. I fished Indiana, Illinois. Anywhere in the area, I pretty much know. Well, if you want to get more information about Muskie and Pike Dreamers Guide Service, it's real easy. You can go to pikedreamers.com. Pikedreamers, with an S, dot com. He's also got a great hot walleye dip recipe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is oh. incredible. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm salivating here. i got to get a napkin. I mean, oh, my God. But if somebody wants to set up a guide service with you and go fishing with a, a talented, uh, you know, young guide service here, how do they get a hold of you, Eric? Uh, most people either find me on Google or they call my cell phone and my Cell phone number is 847-721-3898. Or they can find me on my website, which is pikedreamers.com. And then you can see all the photos that we've been catching and all of uh, mm-hmm. kind of the, the different descriptions cool. of the trips that I run, muskies, walleyes, walleye night trips, mm-hmm. uh, you name it. I have everything listed up there. Sounds good to me. Once again, that's 847-721-3898. Write that down. Give them a buzz. Eric Esco, go out fishing, and then send me photos. And then exactly. I went, and and then send I went, me photos. And then I went the hot walleye dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eric, everybody that comes fishing for walleyes with me has to try the hot walleye. I tell everybody man. it's incredible. Eric, thanks so much for coming on the program. Thank you so much for having me, Chauncey. You're welcome, my friend. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff and service coordinator positions. Become part of the Waterworks staff and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. 
Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan. The two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. <coughs> Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at diamondghostcharters.com, and Ren Lake Area Tourism at renlake.com a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on interstate 57 woke up this morning about half past four rude i see tiptoeing across my floor my ever-loving baby with a rod in her hand heading for the creek called catfish land she yelled at me and said get up son come along with me and let's have some fun I grabbed my britches and a long cane pole, headed for the red-hot catfish hole. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors and happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, the people who are going to be dads out there. And, you know, there's even a lot of moms out there who have to also be a dad and we love you all for that so it's father's day just be nice to everybody who's it is or is close to being your dad it's a good thing to do hey let's talk about some outdoor information the wisconsin dnr reminds operators operators of all-terrain vehicles atvs and those utvs 
to you know, use your noggin. That, that's that thing between your ears. Uh, but, you know, this summer, follow the safety rules. You know, lack of safety equipment is the leading cause of accidents for those vehicles. Uh, when enjoying off-road rides and having a good time, this year they've had six people already die in Wisconsin uh, from crash victims that were not wearing seat belts or helmets. Please, please, please be smart. Marty Stone, you've heard him, he's been on our show before, said to me, he goes, hey, Chance, tell people, never consume alcohol or drugs before or during a ride. Wear a seatbelt or Department of Transportation DOT-approved helmet. In addition to a seatbelt or helmet, wear protective clothing such as eye protection, glove, long pants, and long sleeve shirts. Keep your speed in check for the terrain, visibility conditions, and your experience. That means just slow it down a little bit. You don't have to race 90 miles an hour. You're in the woods enjoying the scenery. Remember that some terrains in Wisconsin are very steep, and you need to be careful on them. Know before you go. Review all the rules of ATVs and UTVs. That excuse of, I didn't read the book, does not go over when the conservation officer is standing there checking it out. But for more information, go to the DNR's, uh, Wisconsin DNR's ATV UTV Riding in Wisconsin website. Also from Wisconsin, the uh, DNR is participating with Operation Fresh Start, a Madison-based nonprofit for hands-on job training for state properties across the state. Uh, it's a conservation academy with the Operation Fresh Start. They're providing a pathway for graduates to enter forestry and land conservation careers throughout the state. Uh, this past spring, they had them doing all kinds of stuff at the DNR Parks and Recreations, working with people from the state uh, and learning about this. The academy, uh, it's a full-time job. You get $15 an hour, uh, paid conservation training program for people ages 18 to 24, I guess I'm just over that. Um, you know, so it's a great way to learn how to use and be part of the great outdoors. And it's a great, great, great program. I, I really do love it. But now let's get to the most important thing of Chauncey's great outdoors, as I've been told. It's the Aiden Fishing Report. Yay! The Aiden Fishing Report is being brought to you by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Papa, Dad, Sis, and I fish Lake Michigan and White Lake again. The salmon have really slowed down. I think the water might be warm, but it felt cool to me. Most of the salmon caught were smaller ones. They, we found them between 35 and 100 feet down in 100 to 200 feet of water. The bigger salmon that we heard were caught in deeper water uh, on white and green flies. We then fished the pier and had fun catching those freshwater drum, bluegill, and little perch, but they were not keepers. I thought of you when I caught the perch, and I thought of you when I threw it back in. Linda Sue and her dad uh, went to the St. Joe River, and it sounded it was a little bit better fishing for salmon and steelhead, with some being caught around the pier uh, between 65 and 80 feet of water. Uh, pure fishing for steelhead, she told me they, she did not get one, but her dad did. They are coming up tomorrow to fish with us. See you soon. Love your fishing magician, Aiden. 
And that, once again, our fishing report for Aiden is brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Tell them you like the Aiden Fishing Report they sponsor on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And while you're there, pick up all of your needs for whether enjoy the great outdoors. Yes, the price of gas is up there, but you know what? You could still enjoy the day out on the water for just a few dollars instead of taking a long trip. Do it close to home. Big Green Lake, white bass uh, have been the hot ticket right now. Uh, try spinners, grubs, and small crankbaits. That's what it seems to be working uh, on the weed edges. That's the important thing. Um, if you're not going to do that, it might get a little tough. Also, we got a report out of Fox Lake in Wisconsin. Largemouth bass uh, are pretty much done spawning, and uh, they're around the weed beds and stuff like that, so that's a good sign for a lot of action there. Um in Lake Michigan, in the harbors, they're catching uh, rock, Rockies, Sheephead, Small Guilds, and many of them are all in the harbors. We also, uh, They also had a nice day on smallmouth bass, northern pike, and flashy baits and large minnows. That sounds good to me. Northwest Indiana, the Scamania are still being caught from shore in boats. That's always a sweet thing to see. Ah, nothing wrong with that, my friend. Uh, they're trolling out of Burns Ditch in 50 to 85 feet of water taking coho and some uh, trout pretty consistently. Out of the chain of lakes, Ro my buddy Roger said bluegill are all over in the shallows on uh, on their beds, and it's real easy to catch them. Small hooks, ice jigs, uh, tipped with wax worms are all working. Catfish are very active on a wide variety of baits. Walleye are so-so in the current areas, but uh, you've, you're going to have to work hard to get them, okay? you got to be close to the bottom and keep that contact. Straight line spinner should get a couple of white bass if you want to try it. Up in Lake Geneva, Dave Dewey sent us a little note saying the largemouth bass fishing has been the most consistent bite on the lake. Uh, he's been fishing in the weeds, around 8 to 10 feet of water. Smallmouth bass have been taken in a number of different areas. That's really good sign right now. Oh, you know what? I can hear the flute playing. When we hear the flute playing, what does that mean? We're coming to the end of the show. And as always, I like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And this one comes from the Arapaho Nation. It says, When we show respect for other living things, they respond back with respect for us. Remember that. When we show our respect for other living things, they respond back with respect for us. For us. Now that is very true. Hey, please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we're catching. We really are borrowing it all from our children's children's children. We want to leave a lot more of it here for them than we have it today so they can enjoy it with their family. And once again, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.